This week, episode two of Cornan the Barbarian on If I Was a Betting Man! All right, uh, we're back with our second episode of the recap of uh, Conan the Barbarian uh, during quarantine. Um, this week, uh, we're joined by Jesse. Hello, Jesse. What's up, guys? And of course, Vinny is joining us this week. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> getting, getting, getting over my uh, my COVID. Yeah, getting over your COVID. So so talk to us a little bit, Vinny. T- tell us what's going on. Well, I mean, listen, I feel great now, but I definitely didn't feel good for a good two weeks. <laughs> Was it just two and, weeks? You know, uh, I would figure I started getting sick on like the 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 ninth, the eighteenth or the nineteenth. I didn't realize it until the twenty second. And then I had a really just a hell a hell week, where like the first two days of it, I was like, ah, it's in my head. And then by that, like, let's say by that Wednesday, which was like the twenty fifth, I was like, oh shit, no, I'm I'm fucking sick. And then I had like four really bad days, and then by Sunday, Monday, it it, it tailed off. I was very lucky that it was mostly fever, chills, wheezing, and never like developed into like a serious. You know, right, you didn't. Right, you didn't get the pneumonia yeah. or the the real breathing issues, but you definitely went through that stage of the of the illness. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm starting to think that all my drug use helped me. Huh? I feel like my I feel like my drug, you know, my body was just prepared for just feeling like shit. Right. And, you know, it was like, oh, Vinny must be relapsing again, and they just fought it off. <laughs> right, it was like, oh, we're at uh, yeah, DefCon. We're at DefCon well, one. But uh, I think, I, I mean, I'm going to say it on the air. You know, I told you guys the moment I knew I was sick was I was. It was one of the first day that Pornhub Premium had come out, and I was super excited. And yes, I was feeling, <laughs> I was feeling under the weather. But you know, I'm still. Even when you're sick, you're still going to try to rub one out. And say, uh, you weren't too sick to fucking. No, dude, I was because that's <laughs> when I knew I was sick. Middle of like, you know, like when your heart rate starts going up, like, and you're like close. <laughs> I had to stop. Like, like I had to stop because I was afraid that if I did orgasm, I was going to die. So I stopped midway. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold like, on. My heart rate went so high that I stopped. You couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't finish because I was worried that I was I was gonna die. Like I actually thought that if I had you know, did the deed that I was not going to wake up the next day. First of all, you didn't do the deed. You did I mean you did a, well, listen, it's listen, a, when you've been doing it yourself for this long, you're doing the fucking deed. <laughs> <laughs> This is what intimacy is for me. You gotta my be careful play, jerking off the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, my foreplay is looking at which scene I'm gonna pick. Okay, that's foreplay, and then the scene is sex. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, um, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure. What's that? <laughs> I said, you guys talk about Coda, and I'll just think about what I just said. Um, I, honestly, you don't, sit in the, you don't sit in the corner and think about what you just said. Honestly, before <laughs> we, I am in the corner. 
before we started recording, I was talking about how we, you know, because of how terrible your uh, speakerphone or whatever you're on is, we were going to lose our professional podcast rating. And I have to say, I we lost it. It's gone. <laughs> Thirty seconds in, right out the window. <laughs> Bummer. I apologize. No, don't apologize to us. Uh, that sounds uh, honestly. They took the one uh, thing that brought you joy away from you. COVID did, and uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, it was rough. So you upgraded to premium, huh? Yeah, I mean it's free. <laughs> oh, it is. It's free right now. As long as you're uh, flattening the curve, you get in corner premium. How do they know? Like- in like two months, John, his fucking credit card bills and everything are going to be out the fucking window. That's no, the no, thing. No, Jesse, you, didn't, you don't have to put a credit card down. All you have to do is is, is give your word that you're flattening the curve. <laughs> you have to send a video, wow. uh, a fucking verification video to them. <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, hold, so, so... What's funny is there's a girl I used to like fool around with who's, who now is doing a webcam and I realized it on Snapchat. And is it weird if I if I like log in? Like we used to fool around. Can I log in and pay to watch you get naked now? Wait, hold. Uh, <laughs> it's tough with your connection. Say that again. You you dated a girl who now has a webcam. Hold on, hold on. You know what? Is this better? Uh, it is yes. immensely better. Yeah. It is so much better. Times. Okay, so. I'm saying I didn't date this girl. No, there's no girl dumb enough to date me. But for a while, there was this girl when I was, you know, in my drug phase where we would hang out and we would do drugs and, you know, do stuff. And, you know, she is now on Snapchat doing web webcams. And I secretly, like, I do want to kind of watch her get naked and do the webcam, but... I don't want her to know that it's me doing it. Mm. You know what I mean? I think, I think we're in. Uh, I think the fact that we're all in quarantine, all bets are off, man. Okay. Watch I agree. Way. I agree. Okay, I would say. Sure. I would say go nuts, and then honestly, put your picture, put take, use your profile, put yourself in there, and then I bet she'll be excited to see you. She probably hasn't seen a lot of people. I don't know if she's going to see me. You know, she all, she got sober too, so I was probably a. A really dark part of her life, more than she was a dark part of my life. Oh. <laughs> you know, if we're talking about it, like she's a pretty hot girl. She was definitely I mean, like she, she's still doing webcams. So yeah, but I mean, at least she's not doing. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> wow, a little perspective from Jesse. She's not out of it yet. <laughs> she's still in the dark part, Vinny. You're good to go. <laughs> Oh, well, I wish her the best. Um, So let's 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 talk a little bit about what we've been doing. So besides uh, Pornhub related items, uh, we covered that, Vinny. Um, So let's first of all, Jesse, let's talk about real quick. What have you been watching? I need I need more. Somehow I need more content. (laughs) Uh. I, you know, it's funny. I, I went, I went back on a, I got really bored of it about two seasons, seasons ago, but I started watching Walking Dead again. I'm not sure yes. if it's the best material to be, you know, during this time to be. Right. Cause all I think about is like, you know, building machetes and how if I took that car door off and, you know, welded some spikes onto it, I could use that for a shield or, right. you know, 
I'm but, gonna uh, take the. I, I I got you to watch that. Yeah. Really? No, it's 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 uh I I you know it's really I, I yeah Vinny and I had a conversation about it the other day. I I loved that comic and I I read it for a long time and then uh my girl and I started watching the show you know years ago. And for some reason, I just I hit a I hit a wall with it. I just couldn't watch it anymore. I just got really boring. And for some reason, you know, I popped it back on, and now I'm like fully invested again. Oh, really? Yeah, bought the last couple graphic novels, like banging away through season eight. I got two more seasons. I guess the season ten's on right now, so I've been watching that. Wow, uh, that's a good one. That's a lot of content. Watching... Yeah, it is. It's a lot. I also started watching. Uh... The FX, uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh yeah, I just, I just came on Hulu, so that's a good one. Did you say Staten Island, Vinny? Yes, yeah. they're yeah, they're they're living in Staten Island. That's where it's based. Yeah, it's funny. It's very funny. Um, that's uh, Jermaine Clement, right? Yeah, and Taika Waititi. Yeah, you Taika know, Waititi. From, yeah, it, Thor did, Ragnarok. Did he write and create it? Yeah, him and Jermaine Clement created it together, wrote it and created it together. And, you know, they, they were both in the movie, and now they are they wrote and directed the show, too. I'm not sure if they did all the episodes, but, like, the first season, I believe. I think, yeah, I think not, I think they did all of the first season. I think Taika directed all. I remember him talking about it being a real slog in, the, in an interview. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's funny. It's, you know, it's just, you know if you've seen the movie, you've seen it. You know right. I mean? It's not like they're covering it any new ground, but I find it pretty hilarious. Well, I definitely uh, want to check that out because the new season just started on FX like this week, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I've been rewatching Battlestar Galactica. Ooh, which one? The seventies or the? No, uh, not the seventies. Yeah, the early two thousands. Nice. Katie Sackoff, man. (laughs) She's the best. Starbucks. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, like in the second season, and I've it's real slow. It's kind of a slog. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I'm gonna get through it because I know there's some things coming up that I want to see. But I honestly, I think I watched it also. Like the last time I watched it, I watched it over the course of like a week. So I watched it so fast that my memory of it isn't very strong. But um, it's been okay, Vinny. What have you been? What are you watching? Lost? Did I see you post? On- I am watching Lost again, which is you know been amazing. But I also I binge watched in a day, Dave with Little Dicky, which I legitimately pissed my pants twice. That's how funny it is. Wait, what? And I just Dave with Little Dicky. It's on it's on Hulu FX. Okay. The rapper, the white rapper. Right. It's, it's yep. like it's like Curb, but with rapper. It's like hysterical. And I binge watched last night the whole season of Tiger King. Oh, so good! Oh God, it was amazing. How have we not talked about Tiger King yet? So uh, it was great. Everyone else is, everyone in the world has seen it, and everyone else is talking about it. Uh, have you not I, seen it, John? No, I've seen it all. Of course, of course, but I have. Who was John had a really similar upbringing. I uh, I would say that uh, yeah, I had a similar up- upbringing. <laughs> Uh, I'm from Florida. I was born there. I never. I moved there before I went to school or anything. I, I moved to upstate New York, so um, I wasn't uh, destroyed as a person, as a human. Um, wow! But uh, I think my favorite character is Carol Baskin. That okay. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I really like uh, Lou. Who's Lou? Is he the owner of the farm in like the Carolinas? 
No, Lou. I think I think his name's Lou. He's the one that takes over for Joe. He's oh. the smartest character at all. That guy is a real slime ball. That yeah, guy's I mean, a real. Vegas, yeah. But he's a rat. But I mean, he was the smartest one. I like Joe, but Joe had a big mouth. Like Joe got what he deserved. Well, he was a little bit too frank. Like that one scene where he walks out and he was like, "I'm not gonna lie to you. Somebody just got their arm bitten off by a tiger." Fast. <laughs> <laughs> We can get some refunds going. Y'all can come back in a couple days. Right. It's going to be no big deal. But right. I wanted to get it out of my mouth. Yeah, I mean. Guys, when you, go ahead, Vinny. When you first watched it, but didn't you think it was like a mockumentary? No, I, mean, I it didn't. Feels like it, but, you know, I, I've, I've definitely, I've, uh, I've hung out with a few of those people. Is that right? For sure. Yo, I'm from Wyoming, dude. There's plenty of fucking method trailer trash. Fucking right. Cruising cruise the streets, buddy. You <laughs> And they got guns, and they don't like you. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. it's just such a bizarre combination. Florida's such an odd combination of all these different things. Um, and then you throw in, I mean, it, let's, you know, like meth and the southern accent. And then, you know, he's gay, and he's got these uh, these men attached to him. And then, and they're not gay. Like, it, like it's bizarre. And then you throw in the fact. I mean, it's, it's all very simple, man. You, you do a lot of fucking shit to play with a tiger. You know, that's really. Is that what it is? That's what it basically came down to, man. No, I think like, you they. Want to pet tigers every day? I think Just, the tigers was a little bit of a side issue compared to the amount of uh, amphetamines and cocaine they were doing on the. On I got to be honest with you. If you threw amphetamines and tigers at me, I'd probably sleep with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> It's the, it's the it's the third dick that makes you get. <laughs> you can marry those two boys. You're all good. You go past that. Oof. Oh, that's the third. Uh, well, what if, what about the girl with the dick? Is that okay? Oh my god. I'm just being honest. I need to know. Like, is that okay? Why do you need to know, Vinny? Because <laughs> he's, he's on Pornhub right now. I'm on Pornhub. <laughs> I'm getting bored. <laughs> you getting bored with the female portion of Pornhub? All, all, all the high def definition. Which, by the way, watching porn in high def, you need high definition. It's it's very. You just need it. You need it. Can't <laughs> high def. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Maddie would be stoked if John was at home. <laughs> Betty, you gotta like, check this out. It's high death. This is the best. <laughs> yeah. we can stream it up to the TV. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn the sound the up. Thing, the only thing that's funny about premium is now, like, it it actually saves every video of I've I've watched. So now there's like this fucking like just playlist of what I watch, and it's really funny. Like I'm like, well, right. I don't want to. I don't want this fucking saved. <laughs> right. Learn some shit about yourself and go flip yeah, through exactly. those things at some point. It's like, wow, on uh, on March 28th, I watched 78 videos. <laughs> on March 28th, I watched 35 hours of content. How did I break the laws of time? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're feeling better, Vinny. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, me too. 
Hmm. <laughs> How is like I, I've never it's never occurred to me to rewatch Lost, even though a lot of people hated the end of Lost. I was fine with the end of Lost. I mean, the last season is to me. I I I put the the last season of Lost like the last season of Game of Thrones. Like they just don't make sense from the rest of the the, se- right. the series. They asked but a ton I of questions. They had to wrap it up in like five minutes. Yeah, like, but I still enjoyed it. I I thought the last episode was good. Right. And, you know, they explained it the way it was. The island was real. We're not going to get to know everything about it, but I enjoyed it, and I love I loved the characters, man. I'll tell you. I mean, honestly, isn't J.J. Like, Abrams uh, completely yes. re- renowned for blowing the end, no matter what? Oh, exactly. 100%. Oh, yeah. Everything he does. I, I mean, I don't want to get into it today, but because we're going to get to Conan, but I got to be honest. I've been thinking about it. That last Star Wars was terrible. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Oh, you've, yeah, you've done a fucking 180? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I disagree, but but I agree at the same time. I wouldn't say it's terrible. It's just it wasn't the best. Ending. It's awful. It's bad. Yeah. Disliked it. I had a lot of time it. to think, guys. <laughs> I'll tell you, my, my favorite scene from Lost is when they're... Um, they're in the sailboat and they're going down the river and they look over and there's a there's a statue. Yes. The statue the foot of the statue only has four toes. Yes. It's fucking frightening. I mean, it was another question in a series that just all they did was ask question after question after question and never answer any of them. And then scrambled. I think that's the biggest Thing that I can't remember a goddamn thing. I watched that whole fucking goddamn show and I couldn't tell you a fucking thing about it. I mean, <laughs> I gotta be honest. I think it's a great. I think it's a great show to re to rewatch right now. I really do. All yeah, right. I might. I might. I mean, I'm, we're probably gonna have plenty of time. I might get to it. Um, yeah. So I, I hear you guys talk about Conan, but I'm I'm excited. You know, I've never seen it, and it's definitely not out for justice. But you know, I want to hear you guys talk about it. <laughs> How you've never seen uh, Conan the Barbarian? No, I mean, I wanted to see it, but Jesse doesn't have arm strength and he couldn't. Motherfucker! I knew you were gonna fucking throw that at my fucking feet. So here, hold on, hold on. For the listener, hold on, guys. We're doing a podcast. We're not just on the phone. So for the listener, uh, Jesse taped uh, uh, several DVDs to the top of a frisbee. Went over one DVD. Just one DVD because it was huge. Are there a lot of special features? <laughs> he went over to right, Vinny's John, apartment. Go ahead, Jesse. No, no, no. Go ahead. You're telling the story well. He went over to Vinny's apartment, and because he's looking out for Vinny and for this podcast, he was going to hurl the, the Frisbee up to Vinny so that Vinny could watch Conan and we could all discuss it on this podcast. Unfortunately, well, you left the part out. I actually went over there with the DVD. I tried to throw that up there. <laughs> oh really? There was a. I didn't know about that. There was a fail. I had, I had it all taped up, and I think I broke the case to shit. Hopefully, the DVD is fine. Then I said, "You know what, motherfucker? I'm, this is happening." And I went home, and I dug out my frisbee from underneath uh, wherever my kid keeps all her toys, and I taped it to that. And I was like, "Yeah, this puppy will fly." Nope. <laughs> no, you don't understand I that. Threw it up there, and I got it stuck on the second. Second story window. Just in out of reach. I think if he could have been in the middle of the street and there wasn't a tree, he would have reached it. But because he had to be like throwing it up at a weird angle, it was just hard to reach the third floor. Yeah. 
So, right, but if he would have been in the middle of the street, uh, he definitely would have made it. So is that frisbee, Vinny? If you were to look out your window right now, would you see that frisbee still sitting on oh, the yeah, second? Oh yeah, it's still there, and it says Vinny with a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I had to customize it. Why? I'm. Uh, I have. I think now. What I actually think my uh, vacuum is long enough where I could knock it down and go and get it. There you go. Well, maybe you should do that because we're probably not going to get through the whole movie today. We're probably going to have to have a part three. Yeah, for real. Because we only got through the first 40 minutes uh, in the first podcast, and we didn't have uh, 20 minutes at the top of just uh, bullshitting with Vinny about whatever. <laughs> Lady boys. <laughs> I mean, if I have time between Pornhub, you know, I'll, I'll try so uh so it's a no-go huh that's just gonna no, no, I'll, I'll watch it i'll watch it as long as you guys will give you the respect that out for justice is probably a better movie still Vinny, honestly this conan is a good movie you should go it's fantastic you you should you should watch this movie if you've not, it's like it's a huge to me it's i can't believe you have this blind spot that you've never seen conan you're also you're a schwarzenegger guy you like schwarzenegger right i love schwarzenegger it's probably the only movie i've never seen of his that, that's insane to me you, this movie yeah. is is one of his better totally movies. Insane. It's the career launcher. It is. It's the first one. It's like Mad Max for uh, Gibson, right? Straight but it's up. but it's Straight better. Up. It's better than no, the first Mad no Max. Way. No way. It's better than Thunderdome. Or no. Mad Max. No. Thunderdome's the second one. That's the third yeah. one. Or the third one. You're right. Yeah. The first Mad Max is. Uh, it's good and. They were doing a lot with a, a with very little, but this movie is like a major Hollywood production. It's a big budget movie with like an amazing score. Uh, the actors they got are bizarre, but they all work. Everyone works that they cast, except okay. for the the two professional wrestlers that are cast as sort of the bad guys. So, so it's like Masters of the Universe. It's so much better than Masters of the Universe. It's five yeah. times. It's so much, it's vastly superior to Masters of the Universe. And I want Masters of the, I wanted that to be a good movie. I remember the first time I heard of it, after watching the He-Man cartoons, they, you know, I'm watching TBS on a Saturday afternoon. They were like, up next, Masters of the Universe. And I was like, well, that's not He-Man. That's not about the, the character that I love, that I raced home from school to watch every day. And then, yes, it was. And... I watched the entire movie on the edge of my seat and it got done and I was like, well, that wasn't very... <laughs> oh, really? I no, love that, that movie. Very good. Oh, I love that movie. No, it wasn't yeah, very good. No, I don't know what it was. Uh, terrible plot. Um, what, what's the name of the actor that played uh, Skeletor who went on to win an Oscar for <laughs> Frost Nixon? <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah, he, it, it's him. It's that guy. The guy that and played Courtney Nixon. Cox. What's that? And Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney, young Courtney Cox, right off of uh, her Dancing in the I Dark. Fame. Frank Langella. Yeah, Frank Langella. Frank Langella was the little guy. Right? No, he was Skeletor. Oh, who's, who's the little guy? It was a famous actor, too. Uh, uh, Billy Barty, who was in Willow yeah. as uh, the, the Grand Elwin. Yeah, yeah. The, nice. Uh, Good call. Great Elwin. Nice. Yeah, that's that's Billy Barty, um, who was in a million movies. His IMD page is long. He was in a lot of stuff. Um, 
But yeah, really, I was disappointed. And the cast isn't bad of uh, Masters of the Universe. I'm not. I'm not a Dolph Lundgren hater. No, no, not at all, man. Rocky IV, one of my all-time favorites, man. That was filmed in my hometown. Are you serious? Yeah, when they go to Russia, man, that's all. That's the montage. Yeah, it's very funny. My uh, my father actually, all the, all the guys on his crew um, who were working, they, you know, they put out a casting call for people, and all my guys, all his guys, begged him to be able to go to, and he was like, yeah, yeah, go, and they all got they all got suited up as Russians. So like when the when the plane lands in the beginning, it's all like the cast of characters. You know, I grew up around when I was a kid. Like all the guys I used to work. <laughs> that's with great. They're not the guys that crash the Russian car and then. Like smash after they hit the like, <laughs> no. they run into then, the snowbank and then, and then they yeah, he then, uh, slams Rocky. his fist on the hood of the car and Rocky just sprints into the ether. <laughs> yeah, into the woods and right. then and then runs up uh, up a mountain. Grand Teton Range. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the hardest technical climbs on the planet. He just runs up that shit. Yeah, he just runs up it. Three feet of snow. He's wearing sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yep. I also love when he's. He's lifting that net filled with rocks. <laughs> yeah. We did a lot of that in Wyoming. Is that right? You must have yeah, yeah. impressive core strength. I mean, it's, it's you know, I'd, I'd show you now, but, you know. Right. We're <laughs> over the phone, so. It's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so are we going to talk about Conan, or are we going to keep going on about Rocky IV? Oh, talk Conan. Yeah, let's get into Conan. So um, when we left off... Um, Conan had um, had his entire family and village slain by uh, Thalsa Doom, um, and he went. He was sold into slavery, um, where he went to push a wheel. Um, became uh, as he became went from being a kid who could not even stand up to push the wheel, and being a really dumb kid who was fishing in puddles to uh to being arnold schwarzenegger like perfectly ripped in every possible aspect um then he gets thrown into a pit to fight with uh people some of whom have sharpened teeth um is bad at it at first eventually becomes the biggest badass ever to the point where the guy that owns him just sets him free one night in a uh, drunken stupor, which he surely would regret later on, even though we never see him again in the movie. Um, then he uh, decides to, with his buddy Subutai, that he rescues from a witch. Man, yeah. 40 minutes, but a lot happened. Uh, happened. They decide to break into a tower uh, of, a, of the snake cult um, to rob it. Well, don't forget who they, they meet Valeria there. Right, so we hadn't even gotten to the point where they meet Valeria uh, when we left off at the last, the last podcast. They just got into the Snake Tower, um, and we talked about that for an hour. So, <laughs> so here we go, here we go with part two of uh, Cornet and the Barbarian. Um, Vinny, are you all caught up? Yeah, uh, I'm all caught up. Are you on board? Are you you enjoying what you're hearing so far? I'm I'm enjoying it. Keep going. <laughs> All right, so they get to the snake tower, and their their goal is to rob it. And they run into another person to the at the snake tower, and she is also there to rob it. Yeah, it's a it's a real coincidence. 
But the only way to get into the snake tower is to come in from the top. There's no door to the snake tower. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's like, oh, you guys, you idiots, you didn't even bring a rope. So she scales it with a rope. They climb up the outside of the snake tower, which is incredibly intricately carved. Can you picture this in your mind, Jesse? Like oh, yeah. every, it's like four inch of snake that goes like up, up a hundred feet, like, like yeah. a rope, like wound. It's inc- it, And I don't know. I'm just saying a lot of artisans put some time into building that snake tower. So very, very important, you know, very important stuff, man. Listen, if you got if you're going to put a presence out there, there's a fucking massive snake cult that's trying to take over the world, man, your shit better be tight. No, they spent some time. They were sending yeah, a message. They were sending a signal. Good. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how many of those artisans were killed because they were like, you know what? This section, this foreign section of the snake is fine. Let's move on to the next one. And it's like the old Taj Mahal bit, you know? Nobody exactly. was allowed to see the fucking thing, and then they chopped all the hands off of everybody. So it could never be created again. Hang on. Say that again. <laughs> What's that story? That's the story oh, of the Taj Mahal? Yeah, that's an old that's an old Taj Mahal rumor that uh, when it was built, uh, no one was allowed to see it, and then most of the uh, the builders and the the guys who made up the architecture were all sent down and had their hands uh, chopped off so they could never create something as beautiful again. Huh? Probably wow. not true, but <laughs> you can look it up. My friend actually uh, was in a play about it. I'll send you. Called Garden really? Taj. Very, yeah, it's very interesting. Really, really, very well done. But yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so they they scale the tower. They get to the top, and then they climb down inside the tower. They get inside, and I expect Subutai to turn to Conan and be like, "Oh fuck, there's a door right here. We're such fucking idiots." But no, that doesn't happen. They sneak around a little bit, uh, and. They realize that they're, it's right, they've, they've snuck into the tower right in the middle of a uh, human sacrifice. Isn't that always the way? Uh, so there's a ba- Pornhub chick, Vinny. What's that? There's a Pornhub chick. Yeah. So they, they're about to, this, this girl who, they're not going to toss her into the pit with whatever. That She's going to like, they just push her out to the edge of the pit and she starts like, just like grooving a little bit and like getting into the the soundtrack of the movie because it is a good soundtrack. And meanwhile, Conan and Subutai, they steal some jewels, including one really big jewel um, that is guarded by a really big snake. And Conan completely, he's a dope. He misses the snake. He doesn't see it. He steals the jewel. He's walking out. He's going, look at the jewel. Like he's showing to Subutai the jewel he got. And then all of a sudden, the snake wakes up, and the eye of the snake is a really good effect. I don't know how they did that, right, Jesse? Yeah, that's this is like again. Remember, I was talking about the witch and all the sword and sorcery kind of stuff. Right. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie because the snake is like you can tell it's you know it's it's you know it's practical effects, but they you know, they built this amazing puppet that was just looks so gritty and super cool and you know like it looked like the you know like i've said before like a cover of frazetta you know cover of like right. a uh, robert e howard book just so awesome and then when he kills it 
It's yeah. even gnarlier. Like, I mean, he chops it, fucking stabs it, chops its first, head off. The first thing he does, he like bed. stabs it in the jaw, and then, yeah. and then he's like wrestling with it, and Subutai hits it with some arrows, and it makes like the most satisfying thunk sound when yeah. he hits it with those arrows, like the perfect thunk as the yeah. arrows hit the snake, and then he, uh, he chops the head off the snake, and it's. When like it's sick when he chops the head off that snake, it looks like they did a really good job with whatever material they use for him to chop through, because it's yeah, yeah. it's like legit and blood sprays out. And I mean, it's it's as far as the effects of that snake, they killed it for this time. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, for sure, absolutely excellent. Um, he chops the head snake off the the snake's head off, and then uh. Conan, they're just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's get out of here. I mean, we the snake the was like, it's we like the, the eye of the serpent. I believe the jewel was called. Right. It was like fifty feet. I mean, the snake was massive. It was like a foot and a half around and like fifty feet long. They kill this thing, which is insane. Like yeah. the, just the having the reaction to stab it, I would have just been like, oh, I, I'm dead. That's that. I had a good run. Uh, so. <laughs> Then uh, they're leaving and Conan... Then they go party, man. It's party time. Well, he steals this snake amulet off the wall, which is important later because he right. sees the amulet and he realizes it's the same symbol as the group of people that killed his parents and his entire village, right? So they're, then they leave and they go to a bar that's like pretty close by, like maybe at the base of the tower. <laughs> like they are not concerned because they know that there's no door to get in or out of there. Yeah, nah, they, these guys, they, everybody's in there. They're stuck inside. They're the stuck thing. in there. There's no way to get out. And, and that, that drugged up hussy who jumped into the pit. Right, exactly. Who, yeah, who didn't get eaten by the snake. So I'm sure she's yeah. bummed. She's totally bummed. Um, so they go to the bar. They get completely wasted. Uh, they just kill the massive snake and they basically just get wasted. Subutai takes off with all of the jewels that he got. And then Conan and Valeria hook up in a hibachi hotel room. It's like the yeah. Japanese restaurant where there's like a fire in the center of the table and you cook meat on it. <laughs> but it's their room in the hotel. Dude, Dan, imagine if you could just hook up with chicks at, uh, you know... GF Chang's or whatever. You, just, <laughs> you go get a full flaming Chinese dinner and like a broad. Will they wash me too? <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, I just can't imagine. I mean, even before the uh, pandemic, I can't imagine rolling around on those furs that have been like so many secretions have taken place. I bet it was very uncomfortable. I bet they were a little rough. Uh, so they we're getting, to, we're getting to one of my favorite scenes of all time. They they uh they outparty themselves. Right. They get too they get a little bit into their cups and then uh Conan passes out into his incredibly disgusting looking white soup. His gruel. Yeah. I mean just passes out into it and he's got I mean the look on his face before he passes out is like Oscar caliber perfection. It is. You know what I love about that scene? He he's 
stirring his soup and he's like staring into nothing and then he just it's the dirt right face in soup and then those soldiers come in right and and sandal bergman valeria tries to some you know she tries to muster up enough strength to lift up a sword but you can tell she's completely fucked up out of her mind right <laughs> just gives and up. then i love yeah. like she gets the she's reaching for the sword she's they're both completely wasted she and she finally gets the sword and all these guys have like a two-inch section of face mask that they <laughs> flip, flip down, down yeah. <laughs> they're like now we're ready to go <laughs> Yeah. Before <laughs> <laughs> we, we were we were chilling, but now it's time to go. Let's flip this thing down that protects a portion of our noses and get after it. Uh, so because they're so wasted, they get taken. And you think, you know, when you see the movie, you think, oh, these that that's the snake cult taking them. That's the Thulsa Dooms guys taking them. But it's not. Yeah. They get taken to uh the Hall of King Osric the Usurper. Who's Yeah, baby. Who's played by Rain Man Max von Sydow. The great Max von Sydow, RIP. He just passed away like 2 weeks ago. Or no. Yep. I don't know how time is passing. Yeah, like 2 3 yeah, 2 3 weeks. Uh, yeah. So terrible. Um yeah, he's I mean Max von Sydow is the greatest. Vinny, would you agree with that? Yes, I 100% agree with that. Oh my god! And this role—it's funny. I think he was actually, if I'm not mistaken, he was—he uh, got pulled into this role very last minute, and they didn't think he was gonna uh, want to read for it. And Milius was like, "Let's let's just try." And he was—and Max signed right up. He was so into it. He's like, "I love this character. I love like the little tiny bit part that I played, but it put so much emphasis on like why we need to stop these horrible, you know." They do a really good job of explaining. Like a huge section of the plot, Max von Sydow like explains most of the plot in about thirty seconds. Yeah, and seamlessly he does it. It's very well done. Um, and he basically tells them, uh, first of all, that first off they have some chuckles. You know, they uh, they laugh it up a little bit. Uh, well, he brings them in under pretense that they've been, you know, they're fucking gonna die. And- murderers and they're gonna die right and then you know he does his little monologue where he basically salutes them and to their endeavors and he's like so many people we've tried to stop these snake cults and nobody could do it and who are you a bunch of thieves and you get in there and you know kill off you know the snake and whatever right and you rob the place blind right uh, he's very impressed by the it's a good scene but you know the crazy thing about that scene is like as for a king he doesn't look very impressive like he's not an impressive. Wow. His crown is basically just a hat with like some claws on it. Like there's, yeah. he's it's not a big deal, and he's wearing like a, he's wearing like coats. He's not like well, wearing the, like gold. The thing or, that I love the most about that, and like you know, I'll, I can go on and on about the Robert E. Howard stuff, but like that's how, to me, the whole Conan like Hyborian age. Like there were so many kings and so many different provinces and so many different areas of the right. land. And there was always like a story where Conan was running into some king or some ruler or some whatever, you know, like all these guys had their own little pockets of the world. That they right. were running. It wasn't like, it wasn't like they had, you know, an entire. Right. It was before to control, you know, it was, it was like, before mayors yeah. had been invented. Mayors yeah, didn't exactly. exist yet. And it was just yeah. Kings for everything. It didn't matter. I mean, he could have been, you know, King Osric could have been the king of Staten Island. You know what I mean? Like that's how he <laughs> was, you know, his territory probably was. 
Yeah. That's a tall order. And and <laughs> Vinny, I mean, I'm sure that makes you a little bit angry as you as being the king of Staten Island himself, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, Staten Island, just remember, Staten Island is King's Landing. Yeah, all right. Oh, my God. Ugh. It's the truth. The, oh, I mean, that, it's the truth. Gross. Yep. Sitting in his little window in Bayonne, looking out. <laughs> King's Landing, yeah. Staten Island. Sitting in his oh, window in Jersey, dreaming of living in Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking asshole. My life sucks, but I write a better one. <laughs> yes, I'll write all these books except for the most important one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Pass me another Pepsi. <laughs> you think maybe he's writing the, the book right now? At least he fucking better be. I doubt it. I honestly, I think he's so. He thinks he's so fucked. I mean, it would be the biggest book in history, even if it was bad, even if it was garbage. But the buildup is so massive i honestly i think he's this is what happens to writers like they fuck it as soon as it's time to deliver on the major thing it gets fucking destroyed and very few writers come through uh i mean you could list them on one hand the ones that have come through in a moment like this i agree all right let's get back to king osric so what does he do he charges them with Saving his daughter. Way to keep the podcast on track, Jesse. So, yeah, he's like, he starts tossing jewels at him. (laughs) And he's like, uh, you know, he was laughing it up a minute ago, but now he's like, oh, and by the way, uh, the snake cult took my daughter. Uh, They got her over there. And I want you guys, here's some jewels. You guys, I have a lot of jewels. You guys can have a lot of jewels if you go get my daughter. Right? Doesn't it sound great, Vinny? Doesn't it sound like exactly what you want to see? <laughs> Possibly. So, oh my God. so they take all the jewels and then they go back to their hibachi hotel room and they're like laying on the furs and Valeria is like, yo, fuck this. We got all this money. Let's fucking get out of here. Which is, of course, looks at his double snaked amulet and he says, "Nope." He can't stop looking at it. He doesn't say anything. He just stares at the amulet, and she's explaining all her life story, and he's just staring at the snake amulet. And then in the morning, uh, when she wakes up, Conan's gone, and he left the big jewel. What was it? The eye of the serpent. Eye of the serpent. Yep. He left it for her, and she, you know, she's she weeps for Conan. She weeps for the loss. So then after that, there's this great travel montage where he's like on a horse. He's riding through snow and then desert and then mountain and then valley. And then, you know, in the amazing soundtrack is playing in the background the whole time, which he's like running into people in wagons. He's showing them the amulet and they're like shaking their heads. No. And then like they don't know where he needs to go. And then finally he runs into like a hippie parade like a, a row of hippies and they're like, yeah, you got to go that way. Bunch of guys in robes holding flowers, listening to uh, the age of Aquarius. <laughs> so did, did we get to that part yet? Or did he, I, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought he met Mako before he, no. So while he's after the hippies tell him where to go, 
he's riding in that direction and he comes across um, like an ancient, I don't know, site uh, with all, you know, it's like Stonehenge. All these stones are particularly placed. And he rides through and uh, this old wizard starts yelling at him, you know, threatening him, telling him he's going to kill him and whatever. And then they have a laugh <laughs> and they're best friends. They're just best yeah. buddies. That's, uh, that's Mako. That's the, that's his faithful narrator. And that's the narrator Monica of the movie. Connor. Yeah. Who I would do an impression of, but it's in poor taste. Yes. But it's a really fun impression to do. A lot of throat involved. Uh, so they're buddies, and Mako tells him not to go, and he goes anyway. For some reason, he leaves his horse there and takes a camel. Um, well, he doesn't want to seem like a barbarian, you know. He's trying to be uh, sneaky. Right. Puts on his robes, feed the horse, oil the sword, I'll be back. Right. Great line. Yeah. He sticks the sword in the ground, he ties the, ho- the horse to a tree, and then he says, feed the horse, oil the sword, I'll be back. Great line. So, yeah. so he he rides the camel. He meets up with all this huge like group of hippies, and he's uh, sort of trying to figure out what he's going to do next. And then he meets a priest who hits on him. <laughs> <laughs> Another fantastic scene where the priest tries to take him behind a rock to teach him the ways of uh, right. I'm embarrassed. Whatever, whatever so this movie was, this movie was uh, ahead of its time. <laughs> for sure that's actually that's a very good point so he goes over unfortunately though um conan was actually much bigger than this priest in this instance for this priest um, much bigger Vinny. yeah so the priest didn't didn't read the manuscript on how to get uh no huh? <laughs> jesus christ that seems funny as hell too because uh conan tries to play it sheepish he's like i'm shy yeah I mean, like, honestly, you it's like people to look at your muscles. He's like, can we go somewhere where nobody, but you're so big you? and well-formed. <laughs> I'm shy. Can't we go over? Can't we go over the hell with it? No one can see us. So they, they walk over and Conan says, so these are like priest robes. And he's like, yeah, they're all I own. They're all I have. And he's like, Conan, like, Knocks him out. He's like, yeah, they're all you ever will have. <laughs> all you'll need. Yeah. All you'll, yeah. So then Conan's like walking. He's now he's got like the priest outfit on. He's ready to go. He's walking through. He's uh, he's using the snake amulet like a fake ID. He's showing it to everybody. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, cool, man. You're in. And he's just like walking through. It's no big deal. And then they get to the the mountain and the tower where Thulsa Doom, played by James Earl Jones, lives, right? Yep. And he's just walking up, and he's using his uh, he, he's using his snake ID. <laughs> See what I did there with fake ID? <laughs> his snake ID. <laughs> <laughs> just love that. So, oh my God. and then one one of the bouncers is like, huh? and he just takes it from him, right? Yeah. Takes his snake ID. So then he keeps. Going up and he's Thulsa, trying to get in. Yeah, he's trying to get into the club. Wow, you've had enough. Get the fuck out of here. And then Tulsa Doom, James Earl Jones pops out and he gives like a speech about how you got to achieve emptiness. And, you know, it's like, I'm like, 
as he's talking about it, I'm like thinking about, oh, is this Scientology? Um, and then they just attack and beat the shit out of Conan. Yeah. Which I don't really get. Like it was. Well, he he was showing everybody his snake ID. No, and, I understand uh, that, but he you can... know they figured out he was a phony because he that was the snake ID that was stolen from the temple where the where they got a. Uh... Yeah, but he could take those guys that beat him up. What's that? He could take those guys that beat him up. Oh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of them. At least put up a fight for a minute. I guess there's no fight. He's just done, and then he's like laying on the ground, and. <laughs> Yeah. You killed my father. You know, and it's just like. Oh, that didn't happen until after. They no. They dragged him to Salsa Dunes. Uh, yeah, they beat him up. That's Thulsa the next Dunes, scene. Uh, they beat him up. Oh, they yeah. they take him to the fountain, to Thulsa Dunes fountain. Um, and we have, it's a great scene between James Earl Jones and, and Conan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, it's a great yeah, scene. Um. Conan, you killed my father, you killed my people, you know, fantastic. And then James Earl Jones is just like telling him, you know, oh, I bet you're still chasing steel. You want to see yeah. real power? And then he looks up and on the cliff, all these people are standing on the cliff, all these like worshipers. Vinny, are you like going through old junk drawers? <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually am. I'm <laughs> <laughs> me and my buddies I've been going through photos today and I'm looking at all the photos of my ex-girlfriend that I loved and I'm going to cry a little bit <laughs> cool oh it's really enhancing the podcast uh, yeah. <laughs> keep rifling through shit that'd be great maybe you should go get some potato chips and eat those too that'd be <laughs> yeah. I don't have any potato chips or I would <laughs> you have any firecrackers anything <laughs> Anything you can think of. Maybe eat a banana right into the phone. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, James Earl Jones, there's this, I mean, probably my favorite scene in the entire movie. He's like, yeah, you're still looking for like, steel, you simpleton. He's like, you want to see power? And he, all these people are standing around on the cliff. And he says, see that? pretty girl up there and he goes you and he like beckons her and she just jumps off the cliff and kills herself smashing through the wood i mean it's an insane scene it's crazy it's insane but it's you know what's great about that scene too is like it's such a great dialogue between the two of them and then right then when she dies like james Earl jones like flips the switch and he's just like there and he just gets super intense and starts you know explaining to conan like you know how you know well, how power works and how he, you know Oh, right. So you think steel is power? Flesh is power. He's like, yeah. that's power. You don't know what you're talking about. So then he yeah. says, crucify him, which is crazy. Like, they don't really show it like that well. Honestly, I think this scene is maybe the scene that's the worst done in the entire movie when he's crucified because they barely show, but he's nailed to a tree. I mean, it's brutal. The tree of well. They crucify a Conan? Yeah, they do. Yeah. He's uh, that's actually that's a great thing too because that is actually pulled from uh, a you know a lot of a lot of this movie is you know Oliver Stone and Milius writing their own kind of storyline mm-hmm. and a, the a few things Milius has said it he's like the few things that we really could not leave out of the books so that was one of them that was one of the 
a big storyline. I mean, where it's Conan a, gets sacrificed and the whole vulture thing. Right. I mean, it's it's an amazing scene because he's he's crucified. He's nailed with these massive nails to a tree, and vultures land on him, and he kills in true Conan spirit. He kills a vulture by biting its neck as it's yeah. as it's chewing on him. It's, I mean, and it's like a, it's clearly a puppet. Like it's actually a real, it's actually a real bird. No, it's not. It's <laughs> yeah, a it puppet. No, it's not. Now there's watch, watch the, uh, there's, you can look it up. There's a, there's a whole thing where Schwarzenegger's talking about the fact that he got like, uh, he got like the flu or some shit from like putting his mouth around a dead bird for like five hours one day after they shot that scene over and over. Wait, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. So that's it's not. I mean, I don't think it's a real vulture, but it's like it's like a fucking goose or some shit. <clears throat> what? Maybe. It's like a goose yeah. with a costume. <laughs> it doesn't make know. any sense. I'm just going off what he said in that interview about having a real bird in his mouth. I know it's a puppet that's like biting him. You know, like when it's biting him. Right. But then when he actually like okay. bites its neck and breaks its neck, like that's a dead bird. It's no, like but a it, real dead bird. It's a puppet when it like lands on him and like squawks and then is yeah. chewing on him. It's clearly a puppet. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, he kills in true Conan uh, spirit. He kills a vulture uh, with his mouth, and then he sees his best buddy Subutai. Uh, running across the desert towards him, and he does this perfect, crazy Conan maniacal laugh. Yeah, he thinks he's hallucinating. Right, but and no, it's there he is. It's a very similar sound to when he was getting bitten by the guy that uh, that carved his teeth into spikes. It's <laughs> almost identical to the. Oh, oh, it's, <laughs> You know, he's he doesn't have a lot of gears at this point in his acting career. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. His, uh, his bag of holding is not very full. No. Kind of... So, uh, so it is. It actually is not a hallucination. It is Subutai, and I guess Subutai has like a great big hammer because he pulls the nails out and gets Conan down. They don't show that. They just show Subutai showing up, and then Conan's back at the wizard. And Valeria's there, and Conan is dead, um, or almost dead. So the wizard's like, I know, they're like, Valeria like says to him, you, you're going to do everything that you can do. So that's not a quote. So, <laughs> yeah, she's, well, she, threatens, she threatens his life if he doesn't do everything. Right. He can possibly do to save Conan's life. So... So Mako playing the wizard, his uh, his method is to treat him like a high school desk and just doodle all over him. <laughs> so he just doodles all. It honestly, his face looked like a desk from a study hall I had. Doodles all over his face and every inch of his hands and stuff. There was a there was another interview with Schwarzenegger saying that was one of the uh, best days of shooting for him because he was just wrapped up on the beach and didn't have to do anything but lay there while people drew on his face and hands. <laughs> He's like, I just took a nap. It was great. <laughs> and, and, then they, and they filmed it. So, right. And then they put him on a, so he's dead. They put him on like a cot, like a hammock, actually. 
Yeah, he's like he's like uh, suspended, suspended and staked to the ground. Right, and then Valeria and Subutai have to fight off all the cartoon demons that are trying to take him to hell. Yeah, the best. Which is cool. It's a it's a cool yeah. concept, but it's tough to do that. It's tough to execute in this at this point in the well, history. Well, that time of... all that that stuff's so fun because at that time that's people doing like hand drawn animation over cells. You know what I mean? On like, top of the film, correct? Yeah, and it's you know it's it it looks. I just love that stuff so much. Just I mean, hey, probably just because you know eighties is my childhood. You know, and it just it seems so like gritty and gnarly. You know, but you know again practical effects and people actually you know working on something with it's not you know there's no computer animation there's no cgi nothing's digital you know it's it's just so so much more gritty and real and just I agree. feels so cool there you is know, and it's you know and it's, it's cool to like see guys you know because they they shot all the scenes with sandal bergman and and uh you know terry lopez like and then they have to animate over like, what their reactions are right you know, animate around them, you know? I always love that stuff. It's so fun. Honestly, there's something about the fluidity of the animation of the motion. Yeah. That is, it, it just seems better than CGI because there's no fluidity to CGI. It's it's so calculated. No. It's so like, yeah. uh, it's, it, it's like robotic. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? No, uh, yeah, there's no organic feeling to it. There's no like, you know, doesn't feel like a person actually even nowadays i mean don't get me wrong there's a lot of great stuff that's you know now that we have the technology to make it it looks cool but like there's just something about that time period of you know like true animation that made things look so much it made it seem better a little bit otherworldly yeah yeah I, like sure. like great old animation you ever see that superman cartoon from geez i don't know i guess the 50s that like the original know. superman cartoon the original Superman cartoon? Yeah. I, for, it's like from the 50s. I'm not sure he could even fly in the cartoon. Just left buildings. Are you talking about the cartoon or the, or the TV show, the black and white? No, no. The cartoon, I believe, was first before the TV show. Okay. Oh, wow. It's, look that up. it's like classic animation. It's worth watching. I mean, the plots are simple. You know, he's doing stuff like, you know, the train tracks are out on the bridge. And so, yeah, he, yeah. so he just lays down on the tracks, and the train goes over him. Yeah. Um, and the villains aren't, you know, they're like guys that are, you know, trying to kidnap somebody, and it's not, you know, there's no super, there's nobody that's going to be a problem for Superman. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's like it's like a pervert versus Superman. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Um, Bunch of Louis C.K.'s. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. Louis C.K. <laughs> I feel oh, like man. somebody's going to have to play him because I feel like he might not sign on for that role. <laughs> um, so, anyway, Subutai... Conan survives. Yeah, Conan survives. Subutai and Valyria beat, out, beat off all the demons. Conan survives... And the demons must have been hung over or something because they only hang out for like five minutes. And then like a couple of people just like slap them around. And then Conan comes back to life. Um, And the first thing Valeria says, and they're going to go, they're going to go try to get the, the girl back 
for the king, their original mission. Um, and Valeria says, but this is not a mission of revenge. This is, you know, we're just thieves. And yeah, we gotta get the girl and get out. Get the girl and get out. And Conan's like, he doesn't say anything. So you know he exactly. The, he does the, he's got it. It's like when he was looking at his snake ID. Right. He starts staring at his forearm. Exactly. He starts looking at, you know, he's doing some sick sword play on the beach. <laughs> yeah. They, about they spend do, a huge them, chunk know? of time of him just looking at his hand, first of all. I don't know if he was on mushrooms or not for that scene, but he stares at his hand and then he does like 30 seconds of spinning a sword around and then he just goes yeah. back to staring at his hand. And that's yeah. the whole thing. Tulsa Doom taught him a lesson. Tulsa Doom. Um, well, guys, that's an hour. So I think we're, <laughs> I think this is, I think this is episode two of Corny and the Barbarian. Vinny, what did, did you enjoy it? I did. I, I can't. I, I always thought Conan. I mean, fake IDs. What the fuck? He's. I, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of a joke that I made up uh, <laughs> as we were talking about it. But uh, <laughs> you should watch the movie. It's so fucking good. It really yeah, is. Dude. You need to figure out some sort of fishing line, grappling hook uh, apparatus out your window to get that DVD. I will. At first, I still got to finish Lost and then Out for Justice, the greatest movie of all time. I've never even heard of that movie. Uh, what is the Out for Justice? That's Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal in Out for Justice is amazing. Oh, I have it's seen no it. No Has anybody seen Richie? Anybody know why Richie killed Bobby Lupo? Yeah, I have seen great. it. He beats the shit out of everyone at the, at the pool hall. It's fucking classic. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, it's the, maybe it's the kimonos, but... Steven Seagal just doesn't do it for me. You know what I mean? Uh, Staten Island's own Steven Seagal. Oh, that's oh why. God, that's well, why. Got oh to the bottom God. of that one. That was quick. The, right to the meat of that fucking trivia. Exactly. Ooh, I was like, course. Seagal, he's not Italian. Why does Vinny like this guy so much? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's like, like Vinny, do you get like a, you get like a, like a, a handbook? When you're, when you're born yeah. in Staten Island, like, you get like a newsletter. Seagal is your fucking hero. This is where we fucking eat pizza every week. Yeah, know. you get you get like a newsletter that just says Stephen Seagal did not get me too this month. Oh, and everybody never fucking rat on your friend. Okay, <laughs> you don't do that. You see something. You fucking walk the other way, okay? Shut mm. the fuck up. That's right. On on the subway in Staten Island, they say, if you see something, don't say shit. Don't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different PSA on the Staten Island subway. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, that was fun. Um, let's... Uh, We'll, we'll record episode three very soon. Um, you better watch this damn movie before we record that one. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be great. We'll, we'll do a quick recap with Vinny at the top, and then we'll go through uh, the the third part, the last 40 minutes of Conan the Barbarian. Uh, special shout-out to Josh Archer, our intrepid producer. Um, hey, 